The Transformation Motivation is a weekly podcast featuring people that have made extraordinary transformations within their health and fitness journey, and maybe even their life. The podcast is an opportunity for real-life transformation stories to discuss their story for others to relate to. Too many times there are people with these social media transformation stories that have doctored up photos, so we want to highlight real people with real stories people can relate to. We'll get insider strategies, tips, step-by-step of how they did it, and challenges they faced along the way. Now, get ready for the Transformation Motivation Podcast. So today we have Miss Ashley McFitcherson. Hi. <laughs> All right, Ashley, well, how did you choose the name? McFitcherson? Um, actually, when I started my account, I really had um, no idea that anyone would ever be interested in anything that I'm posting, and it was Ashley McFatty, um, because okay. <laughs> I felt like McDonald's was what was causing all of my problems. I was just eating way too much of it, so I just, I don't know. Anyway, about a month into it, when I actually started feeling my strength and starting feeling myself again, I'm like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not putting my name as McFatty. I'm going to be McFitterson, and I'm going to, like, grow into that name. You claim it. That's right. Yeah. You put, put good things out there. I am fit. Yeah, I'm going to be, I'm getting there. It's going to happen. Awesome. Awesome. So I like to just kind of dig right into your journey. Um, Where did it all start? Uh, What's your very first memory of your journey and how did it all unfold? Let's talk about that. So like my current journey, what I'm doing now, like this success that I've got, because like, uh, again, I said that I've been on my first diet since I was eight. And I've had some short successes here and there, but generally I'm an emotional binge eater and I have been since I was a child. Um, And so I would lose weight, gain weight, lose weight, gain weight. Um, And then with each child, I gained even more weight. So it was um, in 2015 that I got to my highest, I was 308 pounds. And I knew I needed to change stuff. We were trying to conceive our third child and it just wasn't working. I started doing like a vegan whole food diet mm-hmm. and that seemed to work really well until I got pregnant and then I just couldn't seem like my meat cravings were crazy. Right. So gotcha. I had a baby and I had this big plan in 2017. I was going to go back to eating a vegan diet and the weight was going to start coming back off. Right. No problem. Mm-hmm. Except for I couldn't stick to it. I could not get past my cravings. They were so intense. I couldn't stop eating. Like I was binging every single day and I'd already gotten all the way back up to 296. I had gotten down to 250 before I got pregnant with a third. So I started looking at the internet for inspiration, trying to find what worked for other people because this wasn't working anymore. Um, I came across, I came across, Fat Girl Fed Up and a couple of other these, these Instagrams of really large weight loss Instagram accounts. And I thought, oh my goodness, these people have lost 10 times more weight than I need to lose. And mm-hmm. they did it all on their own without the surgery. And they're, mm-hmm. they're rocking their lives. They're living. I just want to be in a place where I wasn't in pain anymore because I had developed arthritis in my back. Like I honestly could hardly tie my shoes or put on my pants in the morning. Um, I just wanted to be happy. I, I didn't even care at that point when I first started, um, you know, to run a marathon. That was never in my goal set. My goal set was just to get to a place where I could live my life normally. And so I joined her diet vet 
which is a four week long thing where you have like four weeks to lose 4% of your body weight. And I thought, okay, I'm going to stick to a diet for that whole four weeks. And at the end of the four weeks, instead of just giving up, like I always do, if I don't like what I'm doing, then I can change the plan because my past, I would always just give up. If it was too hard, I wasn't happy. I would just give up and getting up me meant going back to binge eating every day, which means you put on all that weight and then some. So um, I picked a diet, which was keto. It was really, really popular. It still is really popular for rapid weight loss. And again, I was having so much pain that I just, I needed something that was going to work fast to Mm -hmm. see results. And I didn't count any calories. I didn't count any macros that first month. And I still lost 23 pounds just by taking away the carbs. Still ate very, very large portions. Gotcha. That's what kept me out of my kids' food. (laughs) <laughs> out of my husband's food, you know, making sure that I felt fed and satisfied. All right, so maybe you can div- can give us a formula to keep us out of the kids' goldfish. That was my my deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, making sure you're uh, full, content, and satisfied with your other selections. Okay, cool. All right, so we got we got pretty much the you know the the main part of the journey, I guess. Let's let's take a step back and 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 maybe give everyone like what was that did you or did you have a def- one defining moment did you have like a defining moment that was like all right this is it or yeah. was it like a was it like a a, a, a kind of a matriculation to that point was it like kind of a you know a step-by-step journey was, to that point there was a real build-up to just needing to because honestly my life the way I was going wasn't sustainable either I was getting sicker by the day. I was becoming more in pain by the day. I was having a harder time keeping up with my children and my family. Um, my brother had had a couple of strokes when he was 29. Wow. Poor life choices, unhealthy foods, um, hypertension, and, and uh, insulin resistance, you know, to the point where his, his blood was too thick. And anyway, a lot of things happened. He had three really debilitating uh, strokes when he was 29 and I was coming up to my 29th birthday, I was facing my 29th birthday and I have three babies to take care of and nobody, you know, there's no one there to take care of them if I'm not. So I knew that it had to happen. And um, once I found those other women's stories, I felt so inspired. Uh And for the first time in my life, I felt like maybe I could do it for real. Not just a little bit, not, you know, not 20 or 30 pounds of it like I always have, but maybe I could actually get to a good, healthy weight and show my children how life should be. Wow, that's great. I mean, you said, so it sounds to me like the the three strokes thing was like your defining moment. Yeah. It, that's major. I mean, so did he battle with obesity at all? Like, or was it just? It, yeah, he's, I mean, we both were raised on basically nothing but fast food. Uh, our mom was a hardworking single mother for most of our childhood, and Lord help her, she didn't like to cook, so we got a lot of fast food. And um, whereas I've been a little bit more active, he was still single, and he played video games a lot, so there wasn't a lot of physical activity. And so when you compound it with hypertension that he's had since he was a child and um, the out-of-control blood sugar levels, I formed clots. And... So, like, while I wasn't there, I knew that the way my health was going, I wasn't far off. Gotcha. Gotcha. I I didn't want to bring on my 30s that way. Sure. Absolutely not. I mean, 
that's that's a really big um, defining moment, I think, when uh, you can experience it that, like, it hits that close to home, you know? <laughs> yeah, he, you're right. He lived the, such a similar lifestyle. Outside of, I'm a little more active only because I have to be with children. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, I didn't really do anything. You know, I was a stay-at-home mom, so I could sit around most of the day. And, I mean, you said something that was really, um, like, if I could drop a bomb, that would be, like, if I had a bomb sound effect, I would drop it right when you said it. But um, you said something that kind of alluded to legacy, you know, uh, having like, like, like creating the right message for um, for your, your family, essentially. Like, it sounds like that's a big, is that like your reason why? Like, what? So what? important. I don't yeah. want my kids to have to, they shouldn't have to think about their weight. That's really not, you know, I just want them to see how you live healthy and then that's just how we live. I don't want them to have a constant fear of gaining weight or not being the right size. Girls have enough of that as it is. And I didn't want to contribute to that problem also by feeding them the wrong foods and by not showing them how to take care of their bodies. So I'm trying to, to hopefully lead by example here. Gotcha. All right. So and, t- and like up until this point, um, like from when you first started, uh, I, you know, I was looking at different pictures, but it looks like you've lost almost 100 pounds. Uh, from my highest weight, I was 308 and I am currently resting around 180. Wow. Oh, I got down to 170 in October, but I'm, I'm working on getting back there. Holidays hit me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that shows you guys she is a real person. She's not just, like, working out, you know, all the time. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, that, I mean, that's, 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 a, that's a whole different person. So what, what's your biggest challenge, I guess, in – losing that much weight i mean from i mean you gotta you've got to be experiencing life a little different like explain that to us oh man my life is done a complete turnaround so prior to my weight loss my day consisted of getting up getting the kids dressed getting them to school then coming home and napping with my baby or watching netflix or you know doing some minimal housework just to get by and then, yeah, I'd go get the kids from school, come home, and then sit down and watch some more TV. I cannot tell you how many hours of television. Like, that was my life. I think I was living vicariously through these stories. Wow. I literally, I, I mean, I would get down on the floor and play with the kids for a little bit, but my back would hurt so bad after 15 minutes that it just yep. didn't last long. And so then I needed to rest, which was sitting in front of the TV again for the rest of the night. And, um... So that didn't change right away because it started with my diet. I was in such a place that I didn't really have any energy. I didn't, I had so much pain that like the few times I tried to work out that first month, I was trying to do a plank and I couldn't hold it for five seconds. Wow. Collapsed um, and in pain. And so I tried to get up and then I I pulled my back. So that was a thing. Um, But I would say about three weeks into the keto journey of getting rid of my sugar addiction, I had this skyrocketing amount of energy just out of nowhere to the point where it was almost difficult to sleep and that it was way too difficult to sit still. And so that's when I first was like, okay, I need to do something then. Mm -hmm. I finally have that energy that I've complained about not having for years, so I might as well use it. And so I started taking the baby for walks and I started um, just deep cleaning the house like I'm talking about scrubbing hands and knees, like things that I never cared to do before, you know? Yeah. 
your energy. I started doing some calisthenics, some jumping jacks, some squats. Like I could feel myself get a little bit stronger each time. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't do any workout videos because I knew myself that I get frustrated when I don't feel like I can keep up. Gotcha. So I just looked up what kind of exercises I wanted to do and then just did as many of them as I could until I, I dropped. Um, and then was it, as it going, I just, I felt so much stronger and finally, I'm like, all right, I can do anything I want to do. I'd already lost at that point, maybe 60, 80 pounds, something like that. And I'm like, I'm going to start running. That's the last thing that I've never been able to do in my life. I've always said, I can't run. I'm not a runner. And so I downloaded the Catch to 5K app and I started running. And I can now run 13 miles straight. Wow. And I've been trying to implement some more weightlifting, but it is, you know, I get stuck between whether I want to spend an hour or two hours on cardio or if I want to go lift, but I try my best to do both. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Look, you alluded to something that's like really important. This is like whenever a new client comes on and I do any kind of online coaching with them, I have a list of things to eliminate and like sugar is number one. Oh, it's so hard. But like talk, it's, talk it's to us about <laughs> I'm sorry. Talk to us about like how severe a sugar addiction can be. You won't even realize that you have it, but then you stop drinking or eating the sugar and suddenly you have severe headaches and yeah, you don't feel good and you're not really sure why, but you just want to eat whatever's in your cabinet. It doesn't even matter if it's like, I think I once wanted to eat a tub of icing and I'm like, why? That's not even good. Like, that's just, but your body makes you want the sugar. And you really have to keep yourself preoccupied, busy. Okay. Keep yourself busy so you're not sitting around. Get rid of it if you can. But I know if you have kids, things like you said goldfish, sometimes it's hard to get rid of those little snacks for the kids that yeah. do have some sugar in them. And even if you don't think they're sweet, they're still hidden sugars. They're still sugars. Yeah. So what about like drinks and stuff like that? Do you find like um, those coconut waters and things of that nature, just like sugar popping up in every little thing? Oh, you know, <laughs> I used to drink Frappuccinos from Starbucks, like no joke. Uh -huh. and I had no idea. I think there's like a hundred grams or more of sugar in those things. Yeah. Um, oh. So I tried drinking black coffee and it made me want to vomit and I'm like, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> but it's so funny though, because after two months of keto, I decided to drink it again because I just wanted a boost of energy one day and it tasted like dark chocolate. It was delicious. Wow. My taste buds have changed so much. Once you get rid of it, you can start to really appreciate the natural flavors of other things. That is so true. So true. That's like another bomb. We're going to drop another bomb right there. Once you get rid of it and you get through the withdrawals and, and uh, the whole mental game you play with yourself. Um, I, you know, I've helped a couple clients get over that and, and we have to substitute different things. Like go outside for a walk, to go to some dr gum, drink some water, like occupy your mind with something else. Those times that you have cravings, because, um, you know, some people have them so severe that they can't even sleep at night. So um, that's crazy. Uh, another thing that you alluded to, which was uh, you, 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 you just kind of got, got started with something. Um, you know, talk to us about that, doing what you can with what you got instead of making the excuse, oh, I don't have access to a gym. I don't have this. I don't have that. Like, it sounds like you just started with what you had available. Yeah. Um, honestly, you can start with your body. It takes nothing else. 
you don't have to go and buy any special products. Like it literally is just some basic food and your body movements. And as long as you move the body more and you make those better food choices, like things are going to change. And then once you start going, it's so much easier to find that motivation to do better, go harder, go stronger, go longer. Um, but when you start though, that if you just jump with both feet right in and you're trying to completely change your diet and restrict your calories and do this six, seven day, two hours in the gym, yeah, you're gonna go crazy. <laughs> After like a week or two, you're gonna be so exhausted and your, your life has completely changed too and it's not gonna be the same. Instead of like easing into it, it's just, usually it's too much for people. And um, I know that because it was too much for me. Um, and then you get to this point where you just wanna quit, right? Yeah. And so when you're coming from a super unhealthy lifestyle and you completely change it to the point where it's hard to keep up with, you quit and you go back to that lifestyle and then you feel like it just didn't work. Gotcha. You tried, yeah. it. You tried it and it didn't work. But yeah. you, if, if you could just ease off and maybe like start a little smaller, it's easier mm -hmm. to build up to that point. I got you. It sounds like it sounds like you're all about small wins. Like, let me just start with that one thing. And 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 then let me just each once I've mastered that one thing, let's add something else to it. Like you mastered the running, so you got that down. Now let's add some weights to that because I've conquered running and I feel a, a certain level of confidence that comes from just achieving those wins. Whereas if you have all these things that you're supposed to be doing and you barely did one or two things, <laughs> you feel defeated, right? Yeah. Well, I'm a, I have a hard time staying focused on several things. That's just, that's just part of who I am as a person. Like, you can see my house, and you know that, that like, one room is amazing and immaculate, and the rest of the house is a little messy. But So I only focus on, like, one tiny zone at a time. And yeah. I'm the same way with my health and fitness. Like, if I try to do – I want to go hard with whatever I'm doing, right? But you can't go 1,000% into – 10 different directions into like 10 you'll different just, things yeah, you'll just explode right so, <laughs> so for me yeah it worked really well to first zone in on my diet get that kind of under control and i did it in a way that i didn't have to restrict calories and portion sizes in the beginning while still getting results and then i added that in as i went too because whenever you get rid of that sugar you get rid of that food addiction it's easier to, to rein in the portion sizes after a while um, but if I would have tried to restrict portion sizes the same time I try to remove carbs altogether, I think I would have felt like I was starving myself, even yes. though that wasn't the case. Um, and then, yeah, the same way with my fitness, I started with just some at home body weight workouts and then I moved on to walks and running. And now I'm trying to add in some heavy lifting because I have some physique goals that I want to hit, but the body fat goals, I like it. Um, <laughs> so, so talk to us about like your, I, I like to to get into something that I find is like a common thread with every one of my clients that have achieved great results and everyone that I have on a podcast, it seems to be a common thread. It seems to be that they have daily habits yeah. that, 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 that they do on a daily basis that helps to create the success. So what are some, some daily habits that you have or that you um, embrace currently that that you would attribute to um, you reaching your success and that you would even recommend that others incorporate into their lifestyle Sounds going to sound really strange and not health and fitness related but make sure. your bed make yeah. your bed start your day by making your bed <laughs> I never made my bed 
<laughs> I'm going to write that down. Make my, make my bed. <laughs> I never made my bed. Now every day I wake up and I made my bed, and before I even step foot out of my room, I feel like I've done something. Okay. And it helps set the tone for, you know, um, so I do intermittent fasting. I don't eat breakfast. Um, I eat generally between 1 p.m. And, and 8 p.m. So I like to, I go get the kids ready for school. I take them to school. And then before I ever come home, I take my toddler with me to the gym. And I drop her off at the, the child watch at the gym. And I go and do my workout first thing in the morning. Because I know if I come home after dropping my kids off from school, that the toddler's going to want to be lazy and I'm going to want to be lazy with her. So I like to go ahead and get my workout first thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then, um, yeah, we, we have just some normal maintenance. We do, you know, the bath time routine, all that stuff. I'm such a mom. Like that's, that's my life. Um, and I eat right before I go and get the kids. And I do, I like to keep that one low carb, even though I I'm no longer keto. Um, I still like to keep my first meal of the day low carb because I think it sets me up for not having severe cravings in the evening. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, I like to keep my bedtime routine pretty consistent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think that it helps me to make sure that I get the eight hours of sleep every night, that I wake up more refreshed, more energized, less hungry. It's great. All right. So it sounds like making your bed. Starting the day with, with one, one major win. <laughs> yep. That's really my, my number one recommendation there. It's, it's life-changing. Make your bed. Gotcha. Make your bed. All right. So what, what about um, within your journey, where, where have you received the uh, best advice, and what was that advice? Oh, man. That's hard. <laughs> the best advice. The, oh, the best. Hmm. Hmm. Trying to think here. Bad Girl Fed Up always says, start with small changes. And I think for me, that was the best advice. Gotcha. It sounds like it goes back to the whole idea of instead of spreading yourself out over 10 different things, start with like those small wins. And then once you achieve that one thing at a time, then of course you build upon that. So that's awesome. Um, let's talk about, uh, since we're talking about, you know, transformation, motivation, what's, uh, what is something that you listen to, you watch, you read, or that you do that, that, that helps you to get motivated? My Instagram, I'm, I have so many people on my Instagram. I can't even list all their names. There are some really amazing, inspiring people in the community and they share their lives with you every single day. And all I have to do is scroll through my feed because this account is purely for health and fitness. Yeah. Like that's all it's full of. Uh -huh. I don't get anything else. I just scroll down and I see so-and-so hitting their workout today. So-and-so yeah. lost another two pounds. This person's added an extra 40 pounds to their deadlift. You know, like it just, it's so inspiring and motivating to watch other people out there fighting the same fight as you and killing it. Like it's just yeah. Awesome. So I, I think it's I think it's one of those things where you whatever you focus on, whatever you surround yourself with, and it seems like you've you've created a community within even within your Instagram here of of people that are just on the same mission, on the same journey. So you were all and, and even people that are ahead of you, people that you oh, yeah. aspire to be like 
Always, yeah. That's kind of yeah. like, you know, that's kind of like expanding. I tell a lot of my guys about expanding your network of, okay, you know, you hang out with the friends that aren't eating well, but you make different choices, but you also find the, the friends in the gym that are kind of working toward the same goals as you want to achieve. Right, that was like-minded. Yeah, yep, like-minded individuals. So, awesome. All right. Um, I think that's pretty much all I had for you today. Um, I think the biggest takeaways from today is, is of course, narrow your focus from like a million things down to like, you know, get, get those small wins. And once you get those small wins, of course, you build that confidence within yourself to continue uh, striving forward. So that's that's super awesome. All right, Ashley, I want to thank you for coming on today and, and uh, of course, sharing your beautiful smile and your wonderful story. Um, if someone has questions for you or want to get in contact with you about uh, your journey, what you're doing, and maybe even they want to ask some specific questions, where would they reach you at? Where would they be able to contact you? Um, my email address or my Instagram. Okay. So Ashley McFitterson. Ashley McFitterson. And what about e via email you said? Batgirl.2.fitchick at gmail.com. I had big goals, <laughs> and I still do. I still do. That's it. That's it. All right. So I want to thank you guys for tuning in, for checking it out. 